Hello, my name is Joel Oliveri Perez Jr. I'm from Watertown, New York. Hello there. I am Ernesto Luis Sanabria, and I am from New York, Bronx. I moved to Florida after I spent at least 15 years living in Puerto Rico on 2015. Kind of like about the same, uh, but I did live here in 2006 through 2007, just about a year. And then I moved back on 2010, and I've been here ever since. Um, everywhere I go, uh, from New York to Orlando, Florida, you know, uh, Hispanics were always around. I was surrounded by, you know, my people and different cultures, like, you know, different Hispanics, like Mexicans, Colombians. And I think it was pretty cool because as soon as you step out of Puerto Rico, you got to meet all these different cultures. And I thought that was, I'm like, oh my God, you have a different accent. But you're Hispanic? What? <laughs> that was, uh, I think that was the, the first one. The Pretty first much one. the same. I was always surrounded by the Hispanics. But I was raised in a Christian environment, so I was always in the church where it was diversity, American, Puerto Rican. But even throughout the years, in the Hispanic community, I never felt like I fit in. I was very different. I didn't really... I felt more American than Hispanic. I felt more on the side of the American food style, American shows, so... I, At least throughout I, the years, I, I, can, I didn't feel I felt in the I Hispanic can, community. I can agree with you. Um, throughout my whole life, I feel like I was the the ugly duck because uh, black sheep, the black sheep, because uh, I don't feel like like I fit in um, throughout like well most of my life. Um, well, especially in Puerto Rico, I was I didn't feel like it. Um, not until like I move over here, um, like Joel said, uh, he had more like an American style, and so do I. But yet I lived a good majority of my life in Puerto Rico, um, and both of my siblings. But yet they're more Puerto Rican than I am. Same with me and my sister. There, she was always the more social one, able to communicate with everybody better. I was more introvert. It was easier for her to communicate and figure out what was the good like click with everybody. So I wasn't able to do that. And I just couldn't fit in well. High school, university took me a while when I got here. But between the way I was and most of the Hispanics I hang out with, they were all into reggaeton and yeah. MTV. I, I too much of the I, I didn't feel like that was my lifestyle yeah i wasn't. feel like i was that one kid listening to like linkin park green day you know um my certain you know style of clothes was not your typical you know i'm like gonna hispanic the hat up you know you gotta have your your swag it wasn't a typical hispanic yeah no through our years wait no i don't want to shame a stereotype <laughs> Hey. but at least what I experienced it was I definitely felt like through my school I was different uh, but coming over here I'm like yeah can be 
could be myself. I can be who I wanted to be. I think um, it was more because of at that age range. No, because, because during I, the younger I, I, ones, I didn't, everybody I didn't felt like, that at home. Hmm. I even felt that at home, and I tried, you know. And I, I think I, I, I adapt to different environments because I moved every year and every two years out of state. So I was constantly moving. I was so every new every year I was a new kid. So I think by maybe third fourth grade, it was easy for me to like break the ice. Um, but that's because I was adapting. That didn't happen to me until I finished university. Ooh. University, I got a lot of friends, but when I moved from Puerto Rico to Florida, those 20, 30 friends, all gone. So that's when I really started figuring out like who I should be as a person, the people I should choose to trust and give myself to. Because that the choices you make with other people also help with the choices you decide to make as who you want to be. Yeah, um, but I do love that as soon as I stepped in into um, Florida and high school, I loved the different cultures. I thought it was amazing. There was so many, so many cultures. I was like, oh my god. Um, but I, the one thing that I do miss about Puerto Rico is the food. Like authentic. Fongo, I've got Boria, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's the thing. When my when my family they're constantly making Hispanic food, I, I, I kinda got tired of it. My mom is always making rice, beans, chuleta. I would I would love to get pastel and acaburia. Chuleta. <laughs> chuleta. <laughs> my bad. No, I like it. <laughs> it kinda got me a little like a little kind of tired of it oh but it's God, what yeah. they make it's the easiest <laughs> thing for them to make and a little uh, on the cheap side yeah so i understand why it's yeah uh, no easy thing to I, do. I got i got tired of rice it was every day so i was looking forward to like <laughs> lunchtime at school hmm. the cardboard <laughs> pizzas come home to rice and beans yay for the 357 times yeah, i remember <laughs> in my high school those cardboard pizzas those raviolis those milk bags i don't miss to... i don't miss the ravioli i hate the raviolis hey it was, thought, it was like, gold whenever for me. ravioli came in to like lunchtime i'm like oh man this day's gonna suck we used to we used to jack those bags those yeah. bags of milk yeah i miss that just traded into each other i used to mix my food Wow, got really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how you have you have your rice and beans, maybe your like uh, chicken. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, you used dessert. to put it all together. Used to mix so it all? sometimes I like uh, you know meat, my beans, everything, the sauces, and the seasoning. I I will take in the dessert salt, and put it in there. <laughs> I'm like, it's going to the same place. I'm legit gonna take a bite and then take a bite of my dessert. I'm like, I'm just gonna mix it all in. It's going in the same place. We gotta go through your taste buds first. Hey, I man, can't, bro. My palate of taste is. You know how when they 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 give you your dinner, the rice and beans, and then sometimes they give you the salad. Yeah. I can't have the salad touching my rice and beans. Because then when the salad dressing is touching the rice and beans, like that that oh, taste my in God, my mouth is nasty. It. I love it. I I don't like it. 
I like it. I gotta have it either like if, pushed to the side or on a separate you, plate. If I was next to you and I see that you're eating rice and beans and then salad and you don't want your dressing to touch your rice, I will grab the bottle of ranch or whatever the sauce or dressing it is. I will squirt all over my freaking rice. You could do whatever Mix you want to your plate. It. It'll look like baby food. I am not a picky eater. Even when I don't like uh, mayonnaise or aceituna. Mm -hmm. uh, Ugh, I hate a galbanzo. It's disgusting. My mom used to make it all the time. They're like, Comete la comida! I'm like, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want this! It looked like tiny brains! <laughs> I don't know why it reminded me of... Uh, you, you remember Pinky and the Brain? Yeah. Brain, but it reminded me... Maybe that's his brain. Oh, wow. Uh, it just looks so weird. Why does it look like a head? Like a brain. <laughs> You put much um, thought into that. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Okay, I, I got one off the bat. And I think I got this straight off from Dragon Ball. And I took this into my character. And that's the belief that you can overcome anything. And I like that idea, that character of Goku like no I'll matter what on, he always no comes back what, i just don't know how to quit and dude dies and he comes back <laughs> oh my god i fell in love with, with that that idea that mentality Whew. that's what got me and the, the screaming <laughs> i never liked that novela. no i never liked anything that was dubbed in spanish can i say that you just said it. So. I just did. I never liked it. It's the truth. I, I didn't like movies dub, dubbed in Spanish. I didn't like it. Not even. Did you speak a lot of it with your parents anime. when you were younger? Both of you? Yeah, I still do. But yeah. I find myself always you, yeah. going back to English. I'm like, can I explain this? Can you, mm -hmm. If you guys like have any questions, just ask me. But I'm going to yeah. try to say the following. I was in Puerto like, Rico yeah. in second grade. Miraculously, I knew a bit of Spanish, but out of a miracle, the the classroom I was in, half of them knew English, so I was able to like have a lot of translations and learn pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. That was the benefit I had between my sister because she went in at fifth grade, mm -hmm. which she had nobody that talked mm -hmm. English in her class. So with the so when you saw like the American appeal of like movies, television, I loved it. Like you immediately, I, I love that idea. As opposed to anything that you watched in I love Channel whole, Eighteen. I love the whole idea of of having a white fan's house with a golden retriever dog, <laughs> bro. I love the whole idea, like going mm. to school without a freaking uniform. I liked it. I hated a uniform. I hated the freaking uniform. I wish I would have went to a high school or something in Florida or anywhere else. If it had a band, I would have gone on the drum line or something, man. I would have loved that. That I think that's the... Uh, oh, and having lockers. That too. When you go to a, a family cookout, Puerto Rican, or you have France or Venezuelan and or other cultures, you know... I like to appreciate what they're bringing, their food, their uh, traditions, uh, their dances, or like the axes, their slangs. I like that. And my daily life, I, I'm just an American boy. Like 
you will never hear me or you will never find me listening to like Spanish music. Is that contradicting? Yes and no. You appreciate it, but you don't really have to I go, don't go through out with of my it. Way. Yeah. Like I'll listen to like Sinatra, Josh Groban. I'll listen to like 40s music. But it's not an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing for me. He means just like just Spanish music in general. But the Spanish music in general, I don't listen to. Maybe the only the only one that I'll say that I love is uh, balada, like Camila, Rake, uh, Jesse and Joy. I love them. With me, like throughout my life, I never really made much of an effort to like really pick american side versus hispanic side I, my life just kind of like faded and blended into the american side yeah what keeps my hispanic side alive is mostly my family and friends that come and go throughout the years feel like yes because what are we doing right now talking english yeah we're not doing it in spanish and maybe like i'll throw a slang here and there like a few words but i mostly feel more comfortable in english and like where he was getting into the topic music wise most of the songs i listen to is english but i think even Japanese. I, I think it's because you're only adapting to the things that you like but it doesn't yeah. mean that you're rejecting your culture but i don't really i don't really like push myself to try to go into that culture mm-hmm. it's mostly whenever i'm hanging around with the families when we go into like he said barbecues family hangouts that we go to we start cooking rice. She's like, oh, but doing believe barbecues. me, I'll be Hispanic 100% at that moment. I'm we like, oye, papa, ¿dónde está arroz con gandule? There you go. And then I come back and be like, all right, so I have to like check on my credit score and my gluten-free stuff and my uh, CEO. Uh, absolutely, officer. Uh, we go to like, uh, for any family events or after church, we'll go to like Mexican restaurants or Hispanic restaurants or whatever. So it's mostly my family that keeps the Hispanic. I think. Um, I think what I do me. love is the Hispanic food trucks. Oh, tripleta! My God! Oh, okay. We need to go out. I'm asking you guys. We should go out and get tripletas at a food truck, and I know a place. Bomb. I'm from Bayamo, Puerto Rico. My mom's from Bayamo, Puerto Rico, and my stepdad, well, my, my real dad is from Bayamo, Puerto Rico, too. My stepdad is from Comerillo, but there's this little, like, kind of like a, it's not like a city. It kind of, I guess they're all cities in Puerto Rico, but, like, kind of like a smaller than, whatever is smaller than a fucking city, it's called Naranjito. Like a town? Kind of, yeah. It's called Naranjito. It's, like, up in, like, the mountains. And- you have two brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when you're... When my stepdad came mm-hmm. and I had to actually try to communicate with him, that's when I had to start mm-hmm. picking up on the Spanish. But I've always picked it up just from listening to conversations that like, my mom has or my relatives have around me. Did you speak a lot of it with your brothers or no? No, that's English. It's still English to this day. That's just how we communicate. Mm-hmm. That's just the primary, primary way we communicate is just mm-hmm. English. I don't know about my mom because when she came, like my aunt was here first, her sister was here first. So when she had left Puerto Rico for here, she'd gone with them. But I'm not, 
I'm not well versed in how she, like, and what happened after, like, to her after that, which sounds a little weird, but like, you know, how, how she like got on her feet and kept going. I'm not too sure, but I feel like Puerto Rico they teach a little bit of English over there, mm-hmm. so. I'm pretty sure she knew a little bit, maybe from movies too or whatever, music. When I started listening, when I actually started listening to music, like when I can remember, that was it. I, I started with um, Spanish music first. I used to have this iPod Nano, one of the square ones. Just full of music, of like Spanish music. Salsa, even like Spanish reggae, like dance hall that was Spanish, reggaeton, obviously, like all that. It's just rigged with Spanish, so like, I was listening to Spanish music. This was before I even got onto like rap and hip hop and shit. Um, but that's that's what I had. That that was I, Spanish music was my first TV. Mm-hmm. I never watched TV shows ever Spanish. I always hated mm-hmm. it. I never no? like I, I hate it. I don't know why. Spanish TV show. The act the acting. I know it's meant to be like dramatic and yeah. blah. But. Could you um could you read it well? Yeah, I I read I read and write Spanish way better than I can speak it. Really? Don't know why. My grandparents used to like be like, "Oh my god, like he can actually read and write Spanish." Like they were surprised uh, about it. Mm. I just thought it was normal, but they were surprised about it. So because he's the opposite, you could speak it well and probably you know translate it better with people. But in terms of writing it and reading it, I can't do that. No, uh, yeah, I I can. That's I read interesting. It and wrote it better than I can speak it. Mm-hmm. Did they have you read it and write it more when you were younger? Not at all. You just kind of. By second nature. Yeah, I think it's it was too it was easier sounding them out right by myself than actually me having to like talk to you and like mm. process it through my head through my mouth like there's something I think yeah. about the words but when I'm by myself I think about them but it's, I can mess up in my head like fifty times mm-hmm. and what do I ever know? Are you close with the other part of your family like from your mom's side and uh yeah yeah they're they're all my my grandma my mom's mom. My grandma and grandpa, they're in Georgia mm. with my aunt that my mom moved in with when she came down here. They're all in Georgia. And then my uncle, her, her mom's brother, is, is right down the street from me. And they're all, the, you when you would get to go to parties or events they that would they would all, do, yeah. all Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Did you ever feel, um, like, were you always nervous to just go in and just talk? When, can you know what the limitation that of just having those conversations? And did you just like, or did you generally just wanted to figure out how to, cause I know I had trouble with that too with my, with my grandma. Like I always wanted to know much about what she did, but I knew that I just never spoke, like spoke enough, good enough for her. Spanish, yeah. yeah, just to, to, to answer these questions saying that. Um, nah, cause mo- I think mostly everybody really understand, they understand, like everybody they understand English but they can't speak it mm-hmm. and just like me I can understand mm-hmm. Spanish but mm-hmm. I could barely speak it mm-hmm. so that's how we'd have our conversations I speak English they speak back in Spanish mm-hmm. and then we just have have our dialogue like that mm-hmm. so it wasn't I never thought about it as that hard and when I when I see like when we're having a communication issue like it's easier for me to be like okay I can see that you're trying to understand what I'm saying but mm-hmm. what you think I'm saying is not what I'm saying right so I'll easily try to find another way to say it right so i can like see that and the person is like confused of what i'm saying right. I, my interest in you didn't lie on that like i didn't like you less because you're white i didn't like you more because you're black you know it just was you you are what you are i can't really judge you for it i can't my interest is yeah my interest isn't based on what you are man 
I like yeah, you. Yeah. I like you if you're a good person. If you're funny to me, you're a good person. You're funny. I like you. I didn't get asked that. <laughs> when you were saying that, I knew it was gonna come out. But, <laughs> but I let him know. Yeah, this this is where I'm from. But I'm, there's mm-hmm. no right. There's no saying I'm gonna have my kid in Puerto Rico or something. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna. I could probably have my kid in like Missouri. <laughs> you know. But. I guess I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna show him what it. I'm showing what I am. You know, say, oh, this is what we did back in the day. This is what we do. Yeah. Tradition wise, whatever. Like because it's different now because it's not. You're not. Mostly, it's like. It's different. Your mother living. Because I'm a hybrid. Yeah, your mother living in Puerto Rico. You come here. Yeah. You have kids. You're not from there technically. You're from here. Yeah, I was raised. You gotta. So I got. You show them where you're from. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't show them there. I show them here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I, I, I let them know where they're from, where their mom, where their yeah. grandma's from. Yeah. Where the lineage exactly kind of aligns. But in my life right now, it doesn't mean anything. Just because I'm still, I guess, like figuring myself out and still going with me. It's almost like a side mission, you know. You gotta. I've always wanted to go on like ancestry.com and see where I'm from, but like. I don't think it would do anything to me. Like, I don't think it'd do anything to the way I like live my life, act, whatever. I, it'd just be information for me. And if I take it in some way, then and it changes something, then it changes something. But right now, it doesn't mean nothing. I'm not saying that like it's, it. Kind of sounds messed up to say no. It doesn't mean anything. But that's not. I'm, I don't want it to be in, like in a negative way. Like it means something just right now. I don't know what the meaning is.